0: You want to watch a movie? No, sure. What you got? Uh, well, uh, what do you think about, uh, Uh, no, I saw it last week. Oh,
1: what about, uh, Not, not again. Oh. How about this? Wait. You want me to watch what?
0: So, what did you think of Death
1: Trap? <laughs> I was not expecting the movie I got, but that's a good thing. So I'll, I'll explain later. Yeah, but
0: yeah, it was good. I have wanted to show you this movie since we saw somewhere in time. Okay, um, because it is so outside of our Superman expectations of Christopher Reeve. Yes, you know, I'm like after watching somewhere in time and liking somewhere in time, I'm like. He has to see this other one. (laughs) All right. So on we go. For those of you joining for the first time, welcome. For those who joined a lot of times, welcome. This is You Want Me to Watch What? The podcast where Justin and I have each other watch movies the other hasn't seen. Sometimes they're old. Sometimes they're new. Sometimes they're famous. Sometimes they're infamous. Either way, it's usually an okay time. Yes. Sometimes it's a good time. Like today. Yes. Was a good time. We watched Death Trap, the 1982 Michael Caine, Christopher Reeve, Diane Cannon pick. So, uh yeah, 1982. Here's the skinny. Michael Caine plays an elderly playwright mm-hmm. who's had kind of a string of bad luck. And after particularly bad opening, he comes home and he's complaining to his wife, Myra, says and the worst part is I just got this this play and it has the tem- you know the ten- um audacity to be good <laughs> damn near perfect and over the talking about it he develops this idea that I could kill this guy And take the play and have a hit again. And his wife is pretty sure he's joking until she's pretty sure he's not. Yeah. But she has already convinced him to invite this young kid, young kid, 20-somethings Christopher Eve, to probably 30-somethings. Yeah. 30-somethings Christopher Eve to the house to collaborate. And over the course of that initial meeting, we get... A couple of twists and turns. We get the suspense of this upcoming murder. We know that it's going to happen. We just don't know exactly how or in what circumstance. And then it does. I mean, because there's a whole scene where he's got where um, Michael Caine has Christopher Reeve in handcuffs on the chair. And Christopher Reeve's character is just lying his butt off trying to convince Michael Caine not to kill him. And he finally jokes it out. You know, Michael Caine jokes it out. He's like, it's not a big deal. You know, this is all. And the wife is appeased and the key is handed to Christopher Eve. And just as he's talking, Michael Caine comes around and basically garrots him with a chain. Yeah. You know, out of the chair, down onto the floor, kills him. Well, that's ruined that rug. It's a shame because it really tied the room together, you know, (laughs) gets Myra to help him take it out, take the body out to the vegetable garden. They're going to bury it. And she is distraught. He's acting like everything's fine. She is distraught. And she's just she's saying in a month or so, when this all dies down, I want you to leave. You're going to buy me out of the house, the property and everything else. But you're gone or I'm gone. Either way, we're gone. Yeah. And he convinces her, albeit tenuously, that it's going to be okay. He's grieving, too. He can't believe he did this thing. But at least now they've got the play. They can make some money. So everything is not okay, but okay. And they go to bed. And she hears something when she wants some brandy. And he convinces her to come down. And they go downstairs, and there's nothing. You know, all the French doors were open. Yeah, not locked. Not locked, yeah. You know, they have some brandy. They settle down. They go to bed. She goes to open up the windows, and there's Christopher Reeve bloodied and muddied with a big log. And she just ah! and runs outside, and he beats, you know, Michael Caine with a log and goes downstairs and chases her down, stalks her
1: almost. Yeah. And she has a heart attack and dies. Set up by previous heart instances. Yes. that they, that they have you about? been yeah. taking your medicine.
0: Yeah, you, know, you can't be smoking like this. It's not good for you, etc. She has a heart attack and dies. And Christopher Reeve's character, because I know their their character names, but it's just easier to yes. do it this way. He checks her pulse. He checks her breathing. And Michael Caine comes behind him in camera, and he turns around and is like, "Well, she's dead." <laughs> And the whole beginning, the whole first act, is all a feint to kill the wife. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So that Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve can be together. And so Michael Caine can get her money. Yes. End of act one. (laughs) Act two is the... What do you do after that? Well, you bury the wife. You hire the guy to be your secretary. Ish, You know, they're both supposedly writing plays. Turns out that Christopher Reeve is writing his play based on what they just did. Yes. And this has got Michael Caine's character just absolutely throttled because now it's going to point to us and we won't get away with it. And, and, and. And what follows is a whole lot of yelling, a whole lot of backstabbing, a whole bunch of silly middle-aged men sneaking about very quickly as they kind of play on each other. A lawyer showing up, realizing that things are kind of amiss. It's a very low number of actors. Five Mm -hmm. actors. Yeah. You know, principal actors to this, and a whole bunch of bit parts for the very beginning and the very end, Mm -hmm. and for one little scene of a funeral- Kind of in the middle. Yeah. That is done from about 100 yards away. (laughs) Yeah. And so we get the sense that Christopher Reeve plays a sociopath. No moral obligation. Mm -hmm. And he is going to write the play and Michael Caine's character is going to refine the play to make sure that it is ready and fit for the stage. Into this complicated mix is a lady who is living next door. For just a short time. From some Nordic country. She is a psychic. And she had come over during Act 1. And foresaw pain. Mm And agony. And she comes by again in Act 2. And foresees more pain. And problems. Which just ups. Despite claiming no belief in ESP. Just ups the paranoia factor. Yeah. And Eventually it comes to a head where Michael Caine has figured out how he's going to kill Christopher Reeve. And so, all right, here's what Act Two is going to be about, but we need to stage out this thing. So you hold on to the axe, you know? And I'm going to use the pistol, and the pistol's out of bullets, because Christopher Reeves, sociopath, he doesn't sleep, apparently, and he switched the bullets to a different gun. Leading to be, leading to Michael Caine being manacled to a chair. Unmanacling himself because they were Harry Houdini's manacles. Getting a crossbow. Running around outside in the rain. Climbing up to the bedroom. They live in a windmill. Don't ask. Yeah. Shooting Christopher Reeve in the back with a crossbow. Moving. You know, staging the axe again. Taking the gun. The... The psychic comes back, they fight, Michael Caine and the psychic fight, just in time for Christopher Reeve to not be dead, and to swing his axe, and the action cuts to the stage, where we see presumably what happened, which is Christopher Reeve and Michael Caine killing each other, and the psychic suddenly having written a very well-received play. Yes. credits (laughs) so tell me what was the moment what was the moment when i was hooked yeah invested yeah what was the moment when you're just like oh that's what
1: i'm getting um i think I, i knew going in okay this is a michael Caine movie and a christopher reeve movie either way it's going to be fantastically acted granted yeah so i'm like okay we're watching, we're watching, we're watching. It's when the wife was trying to surreptitiously convince Michael Caine not to kill Christopher Reeve with Christopher Reeve in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going on and on in this. You, know, you can just tell by the look in her eyes. She's pleading with him. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, I'm curious to see where this is going to go now. Hmm. <laughs> And for f- for fishing terms, you get the fish on the hook, and then you set it. Yep. It was set when Michael Caine walked up behind Christopher Reeve and said, It's uh-huh. uh, like, okay, yeah, I'm, I, I've got to know how many twists this has in it. More than enough to hold some loaf of bread together.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it kept going, and it keeps going. So, I've not seen Christopher even all that many things that weren't Superman. Yeah. And so, watching him being this very cool, you know, dangerous, Mm -hmm. you know, person with Michael Caine, who is always kind of grandfatherly, even when he's not, Not. you know, it's like, wow, this is, if this were an and am I the butthole kind of Reddit post mm-hmm. it, the answer is everyone sucks here. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. You know.
1: Even, even the wife has a moment of, okay, yeah, you're kind of a jerk here. <laughs> you know, i <I'm, laughs> I, I was hoping you'd do it. <laughs> a part of me wanted you to do it. Even though I pleaded with you not to a part of me wanted you to do it. Uh, huh. so
0: Michael Kane absolutely wonderful as this, hashtag washed up yes you know he because he's not probably he's supposed to be 46 in this yeah i don't think michael kane was ever 46 in his life <laughs> 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 you know but that's because
1: i am young he sprung forth from, from the womb fully formed at the age of 50 yes <laughs> His mother was very old. <laughs> His mother was
0: 80 because of her advanced age. She had a grown up.
1: <laughs> Hello, doctor. I'm Michael Kane. Please don't spank my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Just change my nappy. Um,
0: Michael Kane plays and he plays such a wonderful, dangerous character for it as well. Mm hmm. You know, his eyes convey a lot to that. Yes. Christopher Reeve yelling Christopher Reeve. You you and Darren both said it would never not be scary. Yeah. You know, and he does when it suddenly shifts over to him yelling. It's like,
1: whoa, wow. <clears throat> yeah. Who hurt you, big guy? <laughs> there, There is a scene in this Superman, the movie where he screams out of anguish. And to this day, I'm always kind of, <laughs> I always get chills because I'm like as a kid, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, rightfully so. It's scary. Yeah. Angry Christopher Reeve is scary.
0: Yeah. Um, Diane Cannon is probably the the weakest link in the chain. The she played Myra, the, the, wife. the wife. Yeah. And I don't think it had anything to do with her as an actress. She's She's quite a decorated actress. Mm-hmm. I think it had to do with that character is meant to be slightly unhinged. You know, heart troubles, lots of cigarettes, lots of booze, lots mm-hmm. of medications and things are and here is her husband who's planning to kill another playwright in order to steal his play. Yeah. I think that the unhingedness of it is is meant to be that way. Yeah. I think that she. um But when you're listening to her and she just keeps talking, it's like, why were you written this way? Because we're supposed to see her as the loving, doting, Uh you know, spouse who has the money and the power. She can do that. Yeah. the lawyer whose name I don't remember, it doesn't matter, but he shows up and has a moment. Those are the five. Mm hmm. You know, Michael Caine, Christopher Reeve, whoever played the lawyer. Whoever played the uh, diamond cannon and the and, psychic. And Helga von Dorp. Yeah. I think. So, she's fun. Yeah. She she comes in like the old lady from, from Poltergeist. <laughs> you know, just... And her scene, it feels like it takes so long, but I can imagine this being on stage. Uh-huh. And whoever getting that, getting to just... Be as big as the stage, just hamming the entire thing for what is ostensibly an eight minute monologue Mm -hmm. with interjections from the other actors. But just this walking through and touching everything, pain, pain, (laughs) there's pain here, there's pain there. Why is there pain pain everywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I write murders. (laughs) And I try to be realistic. Beware the man in boots. <laughs> so uh, I think that it's very funny. I think that it's worth watching. You know? Yeah. I, so I'm, I'm, I'm a bit curious at this point now. Because that first act is played straight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really not until the end of Act One, the death of Myra, that we get the first twist. Everything is very... Yeah. Almost almost played too simple. Yeah. You know, how many twists did you end up counting? Uh, let's see. One. So, killing Myra. Killing Myra. The two being lovers.
1: The two being lovers. Um... Michael Caine turning on Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve turning on Michael Caine. Helga. Mm. Helga showing up again. Helga showing up again. There were at least five twists in the whole thing. At least. (laughs) And and those are the major twists? Yeah. As opposed to the...
0: (laughs) Which... The gun... That, oh, no, that one's not the loaded one. This is the the loaded loaded
1: one. (laughs) Where he just
0: reaches up and says, oh, yeah, I changed the bullets. Because bullets are interchangeable in
1: all firearms at all times, in all ways. Um, (laughs) So, earlier I said I didn't, this wasn't the movie I expected. And it was because all I knew was the name Death Trap. Uh The box art on the DVD you showed me, which is sort of this Rubik's Cube looking thing Mm -hmm. with some open panels and pictures. And in my mind, I had already formed that this was a drama where either Christopher Reeve or Michael Caine were caught in a death trap or a kind of a suspense thriller kind of thing, because I know both of them have played in movies like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, and I'm already I'm forming in my mind. Okay. This is what I'm in for. This is what I'm in for. This is not what I signed on for. This is awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what I was expecting. I think, and we're good here.
1: And I'm okay. We're still good. We're still good. <laughs> so no, it was a pleasant surprise the way the movie actually went. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad for that. It, I figured you'd like it. But at the same time that I figured you'd like it, I'm just like, mm. so from, from the moment we see. I find out that Michael Caine is a playwright. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is this going to incorporate some sort of, you know, thing later on? Okay, uh, okay, it's not what I thought it was. Okay, all and, right, and I just settled into the couch a little bit more. <laughs> it's it's a good couch for settling. It in. is so. It's a good movie for settling into to watch.
0: Yeah, can you imagine trying to only look up at the important bits? No.
1: No, this is this is not a laundry movie. You have to watch this. The first half is a laundry movie. Okay, the first half is a laundry movie, yes.
0: But once you get the twist, it's you have to watch
1: the rest of the twists. Yes. Once, Christ- once Christopher Reeve shows up on screen. Yeah. Once he gets to the house, then you got to start paying attention. You got to pay attention then. Yeah.
0: So, it's, <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun. It's a see it for me. This is one of those where if you can find it, watch it. It's free on Tubi. You can watch it there.
1: Commercials will interrupt the flow a little bit, but oh well. Eh, or rent it. Mm-hmm. I think it's on Amazon Prime for rent. Oh, maybe? probably. Yeah, it is. It is well worth tracking down and watching. Cool. So
0: I don't have anything else to say. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Oh, I do have something else to say. Yes. So in nineteen, so this was nineteen eighty two. In nineteen seventy two, Michael Caine was in a movie called Sleuth. Okay. With Sir Lawrence Olivier, that has a lot of similarities to this. You have two people, two men who are kind of backstabbing each other Mm -hmm. repeatedly. And then 10 years later, there's this where you have Michael Caine and another character backstabbing. In 2007, Sleuth was remade with Michael Caine now in the old man's role instead of the young man's role and Jude Law in the young man's role okay which means that this is the second of 3 times at least that Michael Caine has been in a in a power dynamic of backstabbing and plot twisting okay and i can only guess that it keeps getting better so I'm, I'm, I gotta look, I gotta look for the 2007. I haven't seen that one yet. Jude Law, though, is pretty good. He is, yeah. So putting him next to Michael Caine, who admittedly is doing this for the third time, maybe. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) All right. So see it from me, see it from you. See it from me. We'll see you in a couple weeks, and it's your turn. Yes.
1: Popsicles? Why don't you grab your multipass, a drink, and come sit with us? Let's pick each other's brain. We want you to be part of our intimate conversation about science fiction topics. Let's do this. Join us and let's talk about science fiction topics in books, movies, TV shows, and games. At Science Fiction Remnant, you are invited to listen in. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget your multipass.